0: Hey everyone, Uh, welcome to the Devil's Advocates podcast. I'm JP. This is episode zero. Uh, We're just going to introduce ourselves. Um, So I'm going to turn it over to Jake, our our other co-host, and then after that, uh, the Brad Pack.
1: So Jake, take it away. Uh, So I'm Jake, a member here of the Devil's Advocates. I'm currently putting out a daily YouTube series called Good Morning Devil's Fans, where I'm just talking about whatever is happening in the Devil's sphere Uh, right now. Free agency is the focus, which we'll talk a little bit about today. And as we progress further and further into the off-season, we'll see what happens, especially as we hit the dead moments of August. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what content uh, we are able to pump out. Uh, Me personally, I've been a Devils fan for life uh, since the moment I was born. A little over 30 years now. Brought into this fandom thanks to my father and grandfather who had me watch almost every game. Took me to games at the Meadowlands. Vivid memories of walking the tunnel for any of you that have been there. I'm sure you have distinct memories of that as well. And now, 30 years later, I'm raising two kids of my own with my wife. Big Devil's family. Took my daughter to her first game back in October of this season. uh, Which, even after witnessing three cup runs... Vivid memories of at least two of them, uh, as I was four years old for the first one. Uh, It was that October game with my daughter, probably my favorite game ever. We did thankfully win it, but uh, having that experience with her is something I will remember for the rest of my life. Um, That's really the base of where I come from. Uh, Die hard, always. Never turn a game off early. Watch every single game. Uh, And I always find a way to cheer on the team and keep an optimistic outlook of our players, and the team and extend that a little bit to coaching and management and ownership. Uh, but basically as you go up the ladder, my uh, Homerism drops off with each step. <laughs> uh, so you pretty much will never hear me uh, talk down on a player too much, unless it is just absolutely atrocious and there's no way around it. I try to always give reasonable thoughts on it. Um, as you, you you get to know me and hear my opinions on things and you'll, you'll see exactly what I mean, but yeah, that's me. Uh, you'll be seeing a lot of me over this off season. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> BP over to you.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So
2: if, uh, if you follow along on devil's Twitter, you probably know I go by the brat pack. Uh, I've been also a devil's fan pretty much my whole life. I think my dad took me to my first game when I was about five years old. So, he, he still doesn't understand hockey um it's hilarious because he has taken me to probably about 50 games in his life I've gone to you know many more myself but he, he's been to like 50 games and still really has no idea what's going on but he sees how happy it made me and, and you know decided to keep bringing me to the game so you know starting out my devil's career huge shout out to him um, but I, I've been a devil's fan for a really long time I didn't really join the devil's fan community until about two years ago. Honestly, I didn't really know it existed. Uh, I, I always thought that, you know, fans were fans, you go to games, you cheer on the team, you know, whatever. I didn't really realize that social media and stuff had created such a community. So uh, once I found out about it, I decided to hop right in. And I mean, if you've, if you know who I am at all, you know, in the past two years, it's been kind of a whirlwind of, of craziness for for the Brat Pack. We've done a lot of, a lot of cool stuff, but you know, I, I I look at this you know Devil's Advocates podcast as the next leg of the cool and exciting stuff that's happening. I'm I'm happy to have somewhere to kind of hang out, share some opinions, have some laughs, and you know have fun with the boys over here. So thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, of course, man. We're uh, we're glad to have you on. Um, so yeah, I'm as I said earlier, I'm JP. A um, little bit about my Devil's background. I was also born into you know hockey. Um, both of my folks were huge Devils fans. They were both born and raised in New Jersey, so um, they had to root for the Devils because there was really no other sports team in the area. Um, but, yeah, my, my my dad got me super into hockey probably when I was, like, two. He tried to get me to play, but, like, little toddler me wasn't having any of it, um, so I didn't really pursue that. Um, but I've always, you know, been, been following the team, Um, and kind of their success or lack thereof I really super got into hockey probably in the the 2012 cup run I know that's kind of a casual take but um, you know they were they were fun to watch so how could I ignore them Um, and then I took a hiatus from 2013 to like 2017 until we drafted Nico Um, and then I kind of got more into it and then um, more recently, two three years ago, I got I got super into like analytics and you know studying like hockey metrics and stuff. So that's kind of where my main focus is at now. Um, I do some writing for uh, Infernal Access, um, so I work with you know Todd Cordell, Alex Chauvincy. Those guys are awesome. Love what they do. Um, could not be happier to be you know uh, doling out content with them um and then i should be doing some stuff pretty soon with the hockey writers i'm really looking forward to that um so yeah keep your keep your eyes peeled for that one um but other than that i'm just i'm super stoked to be starting up you know this podcast with you guys i'm really excited to put more content out there because i think there's kind of a lack of you know content out there for the devils so yeah
1: super 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 stoked that's a great point uh Probably for all of us, the lack of content uh, probably at least kind of drove me to start up that daily series here this season. Uh, I watch and consume probably every second of every piece of Devil's Media out there uh, from, you know, articles from the big guys to uh, small publications, podcasts, YouTube series. Um, Not as much uh, TikTok and Instagram, but those still make their way to me uh, somehow, uh, usually via, you know, like Reddit or Discord. Uh, which is really where I threw myself into the Devils fandom. Uh, Joined Reddit back in, gosh, um, 2008, 2009, give or take. Um, And, of course, found the Devils subreddit when that came to be and uh, was always part of that. Uh, Went to a uh, meetup in uh, Belmar, uh, for the 2012 cup run, there was a, uh, at the bar, one of the bars there, it's a nice meetup for one of the finals games and, uh, went there. I actually had the devil's logo, uh, shaved into the side of my head. Uh, so if you <laughs> happen to be there and remember that, that was me. Um, and then, uh, from there, the discord really got started when Nico was drafted and, uh, was heavily involved with that. That's where I met JP. Brat Pack obviously uh, ended up joining there as well as I'm not too much of a Twitter guy, but I somehow still end up seeing almost every single thought and opinion that comes through Twitter. Uh, so yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun time on here. I think being able to not only touch on the analytics, uh, I value them, I understand them, uh, I use them, I. Will refer to them to back up what I feel like I am seeing. Uh, But I'm definitely of the opinion that I have a fairly impeccable eye test. Yeah. Just, I've watched almost every game of this team. I watch a ton of hockey, not just Devils, uh, for over 30 years now. And, you know, I don't know if it's just an innate um, eye to pick up on certain things. I probably could not tell you too many X's and O's. I never played hockey. But,. Watching a game in person or on TV, I can just feel the vibe of the game. I can tell when a guy is playing well off the puck, on, and just all of that. So, uh, again, as we get into this, keep talking more about not just the team, but especially as we get into the season, uh, I hope to showcase that and bring those thoughts and opinions to the Devils community at large and uh, hopefully stir some conversations and get some good ones going because uh, I'm sure there will be plenty of people that disagree with me, even if they're yeah. wrong.
2: You know, it, it, it's funny that we, we almost have a bit of a hierarchy here in terms of eye test versus analytics because, you know, we have, you know, Jake, you, you know feel a little bit of both, use a little bit of both. JP, I know you're, like, super into the weeds yeah, of, yeah. Of, of really the the more minute stuff. And then me, as much as I accept that those things are true and, and you know, I, I don't deny analytics or whatever, I am more of the kind of guy who just... Shows up to the game, and when the puck goes into the net and the red light goes off, I stand up and cheer. And that's really all I'm interested in, you know. Like, <laughs> I cannot tell you who is doing well off the puck, man. I watch puck, puck go in net, I cheer. That's it, <laughs> right? Like, I- I- I'm here. To- I'm here. To- I'm here to-, to to vibe along with you guys. And sure, you know, I I do have a good idea of what I'm watching here. But I I, I truly do believe, at the end of the day, as as hockey fans, it's like you know. Team do bad, I sad. Team do good, I happy. You know, Dude, it's like I, <laughs> I really gotta it. say,
0: whenever I see you post like a like a J fresh chart as, in one of your tweets, like it makes my heart super happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man! But I, I will I will say, Jake, your eye test is just it's so good for no reason. I've never met anyone with like a consistently good like eye
1: test until I met you. I, I I have no rhyme or reason for it. Like I said, I never played in any capacity. I never was like I never went to um, games outside of Devils, like NHL games. Right. It's not like I uh, you know had a high school team. I would go to or a college team or anything like that. Just watching every game start to finish for years and years and years, and just picking up on the nuances of the game through that and uh it hasn't failed me yet and i'm sticking with it so if i can
2: toss out let's you know let's get our first t- i know this is episode 0 we're just doing introductions but <laughs> if if we're going to throw the eye test versus analytics argument out this early i think the kind of litmus test for this is what are your opinions on damon severson as a as a hockey player
1: love him love him <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go as i said from the top you probably will almost never hear me badmouth a devil's player he's not a devil's player oh he's got you there he, this he's... is really true i think damon is a very good hockey player who absolutely thrived in a third line role and could be the second man on a really strong top line like if he had like i'm a McC- uh, maybe not necessarily McCarr, but like uh, Slaven on his opposite side. I think he could really thrive there. Um, but an impeccable second line guy, and then obviously you know flourishes on like a third line. Yeah, he he
0: absolutely ate up third third pair roles. Yeah,
1: it was, unfair. It was, it was unfair.
0: pathetic. It was horrible for other teams. Um, yeah, I love him. I, I love him. I think he was good in this third pair role, obviously, second pair role, first pair role. Like, I, I just love Severson. <laughs> he was he's one of my favorite players. Um, and I think a lot of that actually had to do with because a lot of people didn't like him. So like, I felt the need as someone who like, looked at the stats and saw a lot of blue. We know that blue is good. Red is bad. (laughs) Um, We saw a lot of blue with Steverson. So as someone who was watching Devils fans, like constantly bash the guy, like I felt like I had to defend him. And he became probably like one of, if not my favorite player, at least this year and probably last year too.
1: First, uh, Rangers fans don't clip that. Uh, (laughs) Blue awful, red awesome. Yes. Second, uh, I think where people really got hung up on Damon was we all, you know, it's very obvious. I test, uh, especially when you see the single mess up, uh, a flub of a play where it's just obvious. When a lot of people just, you have that instinctual gut reaction to I, any cat, anyone that first game watching hockey could be at a bar first game. It's on the TV. They could look up, see that flub and be like, that's not good. And right. It's that, and if you know, you're know you not watching every game really in the weeds of it, um, you may not pick up on the small things he does do really well because he has those flood plays because when he tries to do something like those uh, like 180-foot stretch passes awesome. or uh, small little chip plays up the boards where if it does connect, it's now a secondary pass right out of the zone and up uh, on a transition play. Where if it does get picked off, that's where the flub comes in, and, and it's a big mistake and obvious. But if you weigh those flubs and how often they happen, which with Damon happened, like you know every few or so games they happen, but you weigh that versus all the great stuff he did do. It's it you take it every time. You, you yeah, I, those yeah.
0: Up. I could not agree with you more. There, that that was. I know that was why people hated him. Like he had the like the Severson flub every five games, you know, like where are just like, dude, like, why, why did you do that? Why were you even remotely close to doing that? But at the other side of the spectrum, like you said, all of the other little things he did were great. Um, and for the most part, he was really just solid in both zones, to be honest. BP, what are your opinions on Severson? That's what <laughs> I want to know. <laughs>
2: You know, I actually uh, agree with you guys a lot. I actually liked him a lot. Uh, I, I do think he got treated unfairly by Devils fans, and I think it's funny that I almost already had a little full circle epiphany where I, I think I understand why I do buy into analytics and appreciate them is because even if I don't know how they work, like I said, puck go and goal, you know, good cheer. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like you know, blue good, red bad. I can, I can do that. We're good, you know. I, I can. That's something that I can, I can get. That's behind. all you need to know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but, I mean, I, I think anyone, um, if you have even, like, one layer past one layer of thinking can come to terms with the fact that he was really, really good 95% of the time and really, really bad 5% of the time. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the highlight reels, you know, show the 5% because they're so, um, you know, fantastically awful. But, um, I you know, I, I really liked him in his time there. And... And honestly, I know this doesn't count for anything on the ice, but he seemed to really like New Jersey, and he seemed to really like being a devil, and he stuck around through all the terrible, terrible years. And you can't blame him for taking an eight-year, $6 million deal somewhere else, especially right. when the devils approach him and say, hey, look, you should probably go take that deal. Like, we're not going to give it to you. So right. if you get offered it, like, go take it. Um. So I-, I don't think there's even, like, you know, if he got an offer from the devils, he would have taken it. So I... I- there's been so many players to leave us over the past, you know, 10 years even in in such bad blood that for a guy like him to be a good hockey player, liked being here and and you know, generally gave his career to being a devil before he could chase the bag somewhere else. I got nothing but love for him. I'm I'm a big Se- Severson fan. Although he did go to Columbus, so not now actually. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. We're done. Dude went to
1: Ohio. I got one last thing on SIVO before we move on, because this is supposed to be episode zero. We don't want to get too much into the weeds here. Of course. We brought up highlights, and uh, obviously, like, day one and two into the off season, I was like, well, I need my fix, so I, I brought up some highlight packages of the boys, and uh, I was watching, I think it was Jack Hughes' 22-23 uh, uh, goal highlight videos, and the first, like, two or three, every single one of them, was started by a... 150 foot stretch pass by SIBO. He's so good at those. All of them. It was like stretch pass the holla, holla over to Jack, Jack scores. Yep. Or yeah. stretch pass right at the blue line, right on Jack's stick, dip, dangle, goal. And it was like. Yeah. see No, he's yeah. He's so good at those. Those are my favorite things to watch. Not absolutely not gonna look forward to when he absolutely destroys us with one of those this season, but absolutely looking forward to Jack undressing him for a highlight real goal. There you go. It kind of reminds me of, um, I was at the game, uh, right after we traded Rico, um, where he absolutely undressed, uh, Vatanen and Gord and boom. It was like, cheered for him, hats off, whole thing, but uh, we still won the game, so it was awesome. Yeah, there you go. Um,
0: yeah, so I, I don't have anything else for you guys. You know, this is episode zero, so we
2: kind of want to keep it short. Um, Yeah, you guys got anything else before we... Uh... I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think discussing the intricacies of Damon Severson is the best possible episode zero we could have had. Oh, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, if there's one thing you want to do on a Devils podcast, it's talk about zero Devils players on it. So There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next time.
0: Have a good
2: one. Jesper Bratz, the best player in the NHL.